Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. Today on the show, I'm interviewing Dr. Carol Schwery, chiropractor and functional medicine practitioner. We're talking about all the wonderful work that she can do as a functional medicine practitioner and how that can help you when you're trying to figure out what may be causing your infertility. So tune in to this excellent episode and learn all about Dr. Schwery and the work that she does. Hi, Carol. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. And I'm really excited to be here. I'm so glad we have so much to talk about. I'm, I'm so excited to talk to you about functional medicine. You know, we spoke a few weeks ago and I was so excited after our conversation because it's such an interesting topic to me. And I think it's going to be a really interesting topic for our listeners. So I think we should jump right in and just you know, give me an overview. What exactly is functional medicine? Well, functional. (laughs) I like that. Between us girls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, I could look at this from a few points of view, but what I like to say is functional medicine looks at bodies, at health, at people's uh, health picture from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Meaning we're trying to find out root causes of why people have symptoms. And we're using the wisdom of the ancients and all the um, uh, technology that they created, the herbs, the, um, the things that came from the past, homeopathics, uh, all sorts of things from the past with traditional and, and functional lab testing mm-hmm. and science and puts the blend together to try and understand why somebody is having a certain experience mm-hmm. physically. And that is a very different paradigm than when you go to a conventional uh, medicine practice who's looking from the top down, mm-hmm. which says, here's my symptoms. Okay. And okay, I understand your symptoms and I'm going to give you something to uh, suppress or get rid of your symptoms right? without necessarily understanding why they're here. Right. So it's a very different, and uh, I call it a personalized medicine approach because everybody, you can have a very similar type of presentation, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it, the causes, the root causes are the same, right. even though it may present similarly. And that's where the investigation, the in-depth investigation that we do as functional medicine practitioners comes, because we've got to find out from, from the earliest experience you had, even pre, pre-birth, mm-hmm. what was going on in, in your family to try and understand all the different parameters that can make up what is happening with you. Amazing. You know, I, you know, when we spoke a few weeks ago, I, I spent a few days just like really marinating on this, if you will, because it's so fascinating to me and it's such a, a great approach and it doesn't, it, it seems so obvious. Like why, why wouldn't you look at the root cause? Why not look at everything, really figure it out. And I really, I just think it's interesting how you said from the bottom up, because you don't, you know, traditionally what we're so used to in our society is not looking at it that way. Like you said, looking from the top down Mm -hmm. and there's just something really 
special about that to me because it it just seems so I hate to use the word obvious again but it does it seems so obvious like of course this is the way we should do it this is how we find what is going on well it is truly a different paradigm mm-hmm. okay so you have to understand it from that point of view right um we're interested in that reality, whereas conventional medicine really isn't interested in that reality. They're interested. I, call, I, I tell people, I look at uh, health uh, and how you treat uh, as a, an alphabet mm-hmm. from A to Z. So the conventional wisdom, which is really, really excellent and excels at um, diagnosing and um, treating from that perspective, they're from A to M. Mm-hmm. That's where they live and they're really good at it. Right. Okay. And then functional medicine, which steps back and go, I, uh, another way of saying it is the walking wounded. Okay. Mm-hmm. If people are walking around as a walking wounded, you don't fit into the A to M paradigm. Right. Okay. So you come over to the N to Z paradigm, which is functional medicine and go, I just don't feel that good, but nothing shows up in traditional Western uh, view of life. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Exactly. I, you know, so, but that's not, they're really looking at it differently. Yeah. It's a different approach. It's a different approach. And I, I just think it's such a, I don't know how to explain, you know, I just, you know, hearing you talk about it, I just keep looking back to my fertility journey is kind of what, what triggers my mind because there were no answers. You know, I saw amazing, talented, wonderful specialists and I respect them tremendously. They did a lot for me and they were they were so supportive of the struggle, but not having an answer. And still, I mean, this is years later now, you know, I have kids now and they're turning two next week, which is mind boggling, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) I just look back and I still feel like we still don't have an answer. And it's just so interesting to me because I feel like, you know, functional medicine, you just, even with something like that, you have a different approach. You might not necessarily get the answer, what exactly is causing the infertility, but you might get some other answers along the way. It's also, um, I want, when you just said that, in conventional medicine, we have an approach of specialization. Mm -hmm. Okay, you go to an infertility specialist because you're having an infertility problem, or you go to a cardiologist because you're having a a cardiology problem. But in functional medicine, we understand that you can have many different causes of your infertility problem that you may think has nothing to do with your infertility. Right. And so that's what's so uniquely different. Mm. Okay. We're just not looking in this little square called uh, reproductive organs. Right. Okay. We got to step out and go, Hmm. I wonder, you know, based on somebody's very lengthy history, like Mm -hmm. I I have about 30 pages of questionnaires that I give somebody. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm stepping back and going, Oh, this is interesting. And seeing where all the potential pieces may be. And in our, in our conversation, we have something we call the matrix Mm -hmm. where we really identify the triggers, what happened early on, what happened, you know, in utero, all these different things um, all the different organ systems, mm-hmm. all the different lifestyle potential problems. This is a huge, very long conversation, yeah. along with my 30 page questionnaire to right. go, huh, 
this thing, which may seem completely remote to you, mm-hmm. may really be a part of your infertility problem. I just think that's so amazing. I just, you, you keep explaining it and in, in different ways that are really touching me deeply because I love this approach of looking, you know, it, 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 it goes deeper than just a holistic approach where you look at everything. You're not just looking at everything. You're looking at everything going back in time looking at your entire life, which can seem intimidating, maybe a little overwhelming, but the, the, but the result of that is so rewarding and, you know, working through, this is what is happening. Let's figure it out. And, and knowing, putting all these pieces together, it's like a puzzle essentially. And when you can look at it in the way that you approach it, I just think that's amazing. I really, I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, it is, it is exciting because you have people who are having health challenges like you did mm-hmm. that are so baffling and so distressing. Right. Um, exactly. And ne- not necessarily getting anywhere. I did want to add though, let's say, uh, I'm just talking off the top of my head. Let's say I look at um, your picture and decide that you're having a problem with um, your hormone production, not your sex hormone production mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that can have great ramifications in terms of sex hormone production. Well, we do testing in, in functional medicine. We believe in testing, not guessing. Uh So if I see "Hmm, there are other hormone hormones that may be potentially involved here, we need to test and see if that's true or not. So we could potentially start therapy or treatment from that perspective as well. I think that is just so amazing. I, I, I can't think of better words because I'm just so like blown away with what you can do when you just look at from a different perspective. So, you know, we, we talked a little bit ha- about how, you know, with something like infertility, where so often there are no answers, how, you know, would you, how would you say that functional medicine could be beneficial during like pregnancy or the part postpartum period, you know, what kind of issues could um, that too many words in my head at once, what kind of issues could functional medicine address during those two periods? Would, would, would that be something that functional medicine could? Absolutely. Like I just, I'm trying to remember exactly what I had a patient who could not get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So we started exactly what I'm telling you. We started down this path of, um, trying to understand her body in total. We also, for her, did a 28-day sex hormone evaluation. Now, mm. when you go to the to the um, to conventional medicine, they're going to give you, you know, they're going to test your, you know, FSH or LH once. Oh, yes. Yep. We do it <laughs> for 28 days. Wow. So okay. you get the whole picture. So we can see what's happening. Like, where are you faltering? Mm-hmm. Where is there a problem in this, even in this small area of problem? Are you, are you able to have the elevations and the, and the decreases as they should be? Is right. that why you're having trouble conceiving? Okay. Cause if you only test one time, you don't get to see that. Right. Okay. So that's a very functional medicine view of that. Okay. That's from there. Now pregnancy. So this girl did get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, so then we simply continued on our path through pregnancy to identify uh, the areas where 
we wanted her body to be able to be to support the pregnancy in the most positive and health oriented way we could. So we continued to, to give her the things she needed and perhaps alter her diet as well mm-hmm. uh, in order to support the pregnancy. Um, Cause she had tried m- multiple times um, and not had it succeed. Mm. Then what really triggers my thought is, you know, about postpartum depression, you know, sure about do. this, this isn't just, this is a multi a multi-dimensional problem that isn't just have is has, it is not about sex hormones necessarily. Right. So once again, people uh, people who are having postpartum depression, we stand back in particular and look at the other hormones from other organs that may be intimately involved mm-hmm. with what's going on hormonally with the sex hormones. And most people are having adrenal problems or thyroid problems that are just manifesting symptom wise during this time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we really need to step back and go, what else is happening? Because this is a big problem and we know it's a problem for all concerned, right? Whether it's the mother, the baby, blah, 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 blah. It's not good, but we have to step back and go, what other areas of the body are involved right now Mm -hmm. and start dealing with them immediately. I think I'm really glad you you touched on postpartum depression. <laughs> I just have to say that it's such an important topic and knowing that you know with postpartum depression it can be really hard to know what to do. And a lot of people don't realize they're going through postpartum depression and avoid going to see their doctor or avoid getting help because they don't necessarily know what's going on, but I think it's really important to know that there are multiple approaches. You know, the thing is, yeah, just like you're saying, if Mm -hmm. somebody comes to a functional medicine practitioner, either as they're getting pregnant or when they're getting, you know, getting pregnant, these kind of awarenesses are going to come out before you have your baby. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we might be able to alter the outcome that could potentially be quite negative in terms of postpartum depression before Mm -hmm. it begins, because we're going to say what's going on. Right. I love that. I think that's amazing. I, I really do. I, I wanted to ask you a question because I think it's really, really interesting. So I know that in addition to functional medicine, you're also a chiropractor, which is super cool. You know, just as a side note, you know, I'm a massage therapist by trade and I've been a massage therapist for 19 years and I've worked for multiple chiropractors and I've had such wonderful experiences with chiropractic work. I would love to know a couple of things. First, how does your chiropractic work impact your work as a functional medicine practitioner? And, you know, do the two go hand in hand? Are they very, very different? Kind of like, how do you see them in terms of your approach? Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) let's get into the nitty gritty here. (laughs) So from a very basic chiropractic view of life, the basic nerves, the nervous system controls function mm-hmm. in part. So as a chiropractor, if I see the nerves as a primary uh, aspect to how we function, if there is interference in the nervous system, whether it be in your brain, your, you know, your spine, down your arms, whatever, 
that interference is going to cause a decrease or an alteration of function. Mm-hmm. So in order to minimize that potential, that's where chiropractic comes in. And I do non-force chiropractic, so I don't use force. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, we want to get the interference on the nervous system to be alleviated. Right. So from a very basic, this is chiropractic. That's how uh, that dovetails. Mm -hmm. And I have always practiced since before I was even a chiropractor, I learned a system called applied kinesiology, Mm -hmm. which is a chiropractic system of understanding of health. And we see the body as what we call a triad of health between the structure, we just talked about the nervous system, and and the and the bones and the musculature, that structure, biochemistry is the other aspect mm-hmm. that in applied kinesiology we are talking about. We've just been in functional medicine. That's a lot of what we're talking about is biochemistry right. on some one, some level or another. And then the third aspect of the triad of health in applied kinesiology is mind, emotions, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in functional medicine we also need to look at that because this is another really important piece to potentially someone's health picture. Uh, So for me, applied kinesiology and functional medicine are completely dovetail. Okay. Oh, and does that make sense? Yeah. And then on the other hand, I'm sort of taking it back to another way of thinking about it, which is, I believe that we have eight foundations of health, Mm -hmm. which must be in working order. Um, uh, things like stress, our ability to cope with stress, sleep, our ability to have joy, um, exercise, toxicity. Um, there's eight of them and I can go through them all if you want me to, yeah, but one of the, okay. Okay. But one of the main ones is the nervous system. Mm-hmm. If the oh, nervous sure. system isn't running correctly, um, that's not going to work. We have to have relationships that are working, sleep, relaxation, meditation, nutrition, hydration, people think when they think of alternative medicine, they think of um, it's all about nutrition. That's only one piece. Mm -hmm. So, and so the nervous system is very much involved with that. And then separate from these eight foundations, we have to understand how epigenetics or which is lifestyle. Okay is the management it's, it's above genetics. Mm -hmm. Our, our genes are, are, um, they express themselves or don't express themselves based on lifestyle, which is epigenetics. Okay. So all of those pieces now to the late, somebody may be listening to this going, Oh my God, this is like so too much. I can't, (laughs) okay. But it's not as complicated as it sounds. It's just, right putting it all, seeing your life for what it really is. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's how chiropractic and functional medicine blend for me. I think that is so neat. I really do. You know, I'm, I'm always, because of who I am and all the different things I do for a living, I'm always fascinated by other people like me who have multiple interests in terms of the work that they do. And you know, you're a prime example, you know, these are two different, um, I'm going to use the word profession, but trainings essentially, but they blend together. And that to me is something really cool that, you know, 
I know, I just know that I never knew that so many people were like me and had multiple interests that could blend together. And I think that that's really cool. You know, I had never really heard of functional medicine. I had heard of it, but before we spoke, I didn't really know much about it, but I knew a lot about chiropractic work simply from working for chiropractors for such a long time in various capacities as a massage therapist, as the billing department, you know, I, I did a lot of different things. And so I, I knew Obviously, I'm not a chiropractor, and I would never claim to be or say that I know anywhere near the amount of knowledge in that respect as you or, or a chiropractor does, but I know the basics because of my work, but it, it's really, really cool to hear your breakdown of how the two work together and how you can really help people, and, and that sort of brings me to one of my favorite questions to ask, which is, why are you passionate about the work that you do? And I know that's, that's a hard question and that can be a very, very heavy question, but clearly you're passionate about it. And so there's the yes. question. <laughs> yes, I am. And I think it's, it's multifaceted. Uh, I was always, you know, from 18 years old, um, was interested in how the body works, what's happening. Um, how to make people feel better. Mm -hmm. I mean, really that's the bottom line is like, I, I get a rush out of making people feel better. I, I do. And as an addendum, then about, um, when I turn, let's see, uh, I don't know how it's, oh yeah, it's, um, 17 years ago. <laughs> I ended up having starting to, my health started to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. And it took about five years and many different doctors and many different things to find out that I had a big, bad brain tumor. Mm. And um, I mean, my health and my body was just, I was, I was slowly dying. Mm. Um, and it's a long sort of gruesome story, but just suffice it to say, I ended up having a 14 hour brain surgery. Oh my goodness came out in a coma and ultimately woke up totally paralyzed on the right side. Oh my gosh. So I had for the first time in my life, I was always the, you know, the energizer bunny. I never, I never, I never had a tooth pulled. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> okay. So um, here I was, this happened, right? So um, I crawled back. I crawled and I fought back and I got back. You sure did. Um, I, and I was in a wheelchair and the whole shebang, blah, 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 blah. And so talk about passion. Now I have added to what I always liked a personal reality of when somebody is feeling at the effect of what their body is doing, mm -hmm. um, how important it is to find people who are your champions, right? to try and help you get through it and excel and move forward and live the life that you so richly deserve. That's amazing. That is a powerful story. And to me, that just speaks to how strong you are, but how I want to say motivated. And I don't think that's even the quite, quite the right word, but I can totally feel your passion for what you do. And, you know, especially the way that you're breaking it down, you know, prior 
to your brain tumor that you had this interest. It was there and you were passionate about it then. But here you went through something extremely intense, traumatic, that completely changed your life. And you chose to fight through it. And like you said, crawl your way back. And I think that in itself is an amazing, amazing story. And, you know, like I said, it really speaks to a lot of things, resilience, that you went through something like this and you said, I'm not going to let this take me. I'm going to keep fighting and I'm going to turn my life around and I'm going to keep working hard and making a difference for other people. And that, that in itself is something so special and amazing to have that desire to make a difference in people's lives. And especially when you go through something like that, that touches you so deeply because it has completely affected your life. I just good for you is a simple way of saying what I'm trying to say. I think that's a really amazing story. And, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense that you're so passionate about this work because, you know, you got a second chance, essentially. This, I did. And so I like to utilize that story to say to everybody else, whatever your health challenge is, don't, don't give up. Yeah. Don't, don't give let up. it knock you down. Don't let it knock you down because you just don't know, mm-hmm. you know, so you may right. walk, you know, you may hear this podcast and go, Oh, okay. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to keep trying. Yep. Cause that to me, that's life. You know, life is hard and we all know that there are times that we go through difficult days, difficult years, difficult experiences and difficult in some ways is a really lame word to use because difficult can be like, oh, this is so much more than difficult. But when you believe in yourself and you say to yourself, I'm going to push through this. I'm not going to let this take me down. I'm not going to let this define who I am essentially. Right. That's it's funny that you're using those powerful. words because I, I usually always say, I'm not, this is not taking me down. I mean, I, that was what I always said. No, no, no. I'm not, this is not going to happen. I love it. I love it. You know, it, it's funny. I have a completely different story that's, you know, it, it I, a, a few years ago, I had an accident. I fell down the stairs and it could have been significantly worse than it was, but I basically destroyed my right shoulder and I couldn't work for 13 months. I, you know, I had two surgeries. I went through, I think it was 86 physical therapies. I, I couldn't use my right arm. I had to learn how to use my left hand to do things. And I'm very right-handed and I'm a massage therapist. I couldn't work. Obviously a very different story, but for me, I started questioning my entire life. You know, it was at the exact same time that I was going through infertility. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't work. I can't get pregnant. My body is failing me in every way. I had this accident that fa- failed me even more. And, you know, there were dark days as I'm sure you experienced the dark days because they happen. And I, you know, for me, it's really important to always remind people dark days are okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sitting here telling people should never feel sad. You should never have those moments where you feel, feel sorry for yourself. Cause guess what? You're going to have that when you're going through something traumatic, it happens. But there came a point where I said to myself, okay, I can't, I can't sit on the couch and feel sorry for myself every single day. I got to do something. And for me, 
I started, well, not started. I got back into sewing and making wallets and playing with fabric. And even though I was like sewing with one hand and my other arm was in a sling and I was like, I'm gonna, it was something. And it got me up and it got my mental health in a place where I felt like I can survive this. And I tell you that story because again, I, it's very different, obviously, but it was traumatic for me at the time. And I didn't know how to get through it, but I found something that could motivate me and it continued to motivate me. And now I've got almost full range of motion back in my shoulder. And this is almost five right. years ago. Wow. That's weird saying that out loud. I can't believe it's been five years. I feel like it was last year, but my point is, you know, I, I just think it's really powerful when we believe in ourselves and say, all right, I'm going to get through this. Right. And you obviously did that. And look at you now, you know, you, you, here's your second shot at life and you're, you're pardon the term, the wording here. I was going to say, you're killing it. And, you know, probably a poor <laughs> choice of words, but you know, That's funny. That's good. <laughs> but I, I think that is a amazing story. And I, I appreciate you sharing that with me, with, with us and our audience. I think that's a very powerful story that I think, you know, will really touch a lot of people. Um, so it's really cool to hear that, that, that sort of is such an important factor of what drives your passion and, and really helps you to be, you know, the best that you can be at this. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's beautiful. Um, so let me ask you this, how can you help women who may be going through infertility or pregnancy or the postpartum period? You know, how, how can you make a difference for them? Well, basically I would do pretty much what I just said. <laughs> I would start with having a very, uh, having a, a consultation, having them fill out lots of questionnaires and then getting together for an hour and a half conversation mm -hmm. about what was written and what else we need to go through mm -hmm. in terms of me understanding all the different aspects of their, their life and their health, then decide if, and what, if we need to do more testing, what testing that would be, mm -hmm. then we would, if we do that, then we get together. Once the testing is complete and I have the results, we get together again to formulate a personalized program of what to do. I love that. Okay. And that's really, so the format, I don't care what your problem is, is the same. Mm -hmm. It's the outcome that's different. That's different. I love that. I mean, I'm a, I'm always a really big fan of personalizing and customizing because I say it all the time, and I'm gonna say it again. We are all very, very different. You know, we're all people, and we all have that in common. We all need to breathe, you know, but we're very different from person to person in every way. Our personalities, our bodies do different things. They look different. They feel different. They function differently. You know, we, we all have the same basic makeup, which I think is amazing and kind of, to me, brings us all together. But the yeah. beauty of it is how different we all are. So to me, functional medicine, I mean, what an amazing approach to really personalize. This is your body, not this person's body. So you might both be dealing with the same issue, but guess what? We might treat it very, very differently because exactly. the root cause might be very different. Exactly. So 
So that that's, Voila. that's really you cool. I'm so yeah. excited about that. Um, so let's switch gears here for a couple of minutes and, and talk about some, some fun sort of silly questions that I like to ask all of my guests. And I just had fun the other day asking myself some of these questions. So this was fun. So tell me who are three people who have had the most influence on you? And I know we talked about this briefly before, before we uh, got on the call here, but I'd like to hear your answers. Okay, I don't have three people. I have <laughs> groups of people. I think I love. Um, I think that's cool. I, the one person, Dr. Jeffrey Bland. He is the uh, person who create who created the term functional medicine, and he's uh, he has been the leader in this profession mm-hmm. from a from a research and uh, and uh, and an application point of view for as long as functional medicine has been around. He's, mm-hmm. he's the man that started it. Now his, his head, his brain is way above pretty much anybody else's. So we would all, you know, 500 people going, I don't really know what he's talking about, but we know it really, it's really important. Okay. So that's great. Uh, so that's been like the last 30, 40 years. I forget how long, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's going on. He's one, but then the other people I classify, um, there are women doctors of all varieties who there are, they are my, some of them are my mentors. Mm-hmm. And what I, what I respect about them is their ability to, um, they're just so bright. They're so smart. They take in the information. It's for me, it's just very exciting to be around them to that. They are at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, for me, I really respect that. Now, mix that, that intelligence and that ability to really um, take it all in with love and compassion. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a winning, a winning ticket for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. If you miss that second piece, it doesn't mean anything. Not so much. <laughs> okay. And, now that, and then I have people in my uh, life who are my spiritual teachers mm-hmm. who tell me how to live. And that's just not one person, but mm-hmm. I would say those are the three categories. I like that. Of people, of types of people that have meant, who've altered my, my life. Sorry that you just hurt yourself. I know. I just whacked my just hand really hard on my it. desk. Okay, that hurt. Okay. <laughs> my ring was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really cool. Honestly, you know, when I ask this question, I'm always interested because you know, like we were just talking about a minute ago, we're also very different and the influences on our lives are so different from person to person. And I just think it's, you know, I I like that your answer is, is different, is unique, you know, and, and that, that to me is why I ask these questions because, you know, some of it is also, I like making people think about themselves and, you know, understand themselves a little bit better. You know, when I asked myself this question the other day, I thought, I thought I was going to have this answer off the top of my head and here I have to like talk it out to figure it out. And that to me is something really fun. I know it sounds really weird. It's almost like torture, but it, it's, it's oh, fun it's- for me to give people an opportunity to think in a way they don't necessarily usually think, you know, I like introspective questions and for me, it's just, it's just so, so cool to give people the opportunity to think about these things that they don't 
necessarily think about every day. So and I, I did. I thought about it since yesterday. <laughs> since you sent me and, and I you're just like, come up with hmm. specific names. So. You're not alone. <laughs> I do this to everybody. And some people are like, you know what? Can we just take that off the list? That would be great. Thanks. Um, my other favorite question is, and let me explain to you why I love this question. Cause people are like, I don't understand. That's not exciting. So I like to ask, do you have a nickname? And the reason I ask this is because it's such a personal thing. You know, some people love nicknames. Some people despise nicknames. And it's so fun to know, A, do you like nicknames? Do you not like nicknames? And then the other half of that is, do you have a nickname? And how do you feel about your nickname? Did you give yourself your nickname? Did someone else? Have you had it your whole life? It's just one of those random topics that for me is fascinating. So there you go. Do you have a nickname? Okay. Well, it's really interesting. <laughs> oh, I like interesting. Um, it's interesting because I don't know how this happened. Because mm-hmm. I've been practicing uh, for 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the whole 40 years, I've never heard this happen with any other <laughs> doctor. Okay. People call me. I'm going to go see Schwery. I got to go see Schwery. <laughs> not Dr. Schwery. Not Dr. Carol. Not Carol. Just swear swear. <laughs> and I'm like, and I asked them, I go, how did you start this? Why do you, why do you call me Schwery? Nobody can tell me. <laughs> that's even weirder. That's I'm so like, funny. it's like, but that's it. And my husband calls me, my husband, my, my husband, I've been married to for 27 years, whose last name is not I, my first husband's name was Schwery. And uh. that's when I got to be a doctor. He calls me Schwery. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> so random. I love it. And I just go, you know, I have no idea why, how it was so funny. It's just so like, what? And yeah. just is, it's like everybody conspired together and said, All right, we're going to call her Schwery. Okay. Yeah. Tell her husband. <laughs> yeah, but, and he does it. I mean, he does it too. It's so funny. So is it a nickname? I guess that's, that's a nickname for sure. Absolutely. And nobody can tell me why. That's even, you know, and that is why I love asking this question because it's so bizarre sometimes. And people say like, I have no idea where it came from. And this is just, or, you know, well, here's the long involved story of how I got this nickname. And that's why I like to ask it because it's always different. No one ever has the same answer. Some people have like totally involved weird nicknames that like only one person calls them. Other people, every single person I've ever met calls me this. And it started when I was in first grade. And this is why the teacher mispronounced my name or something like that. And then, you know, there's like me, I have like 10,000 nicknames from different people. And I'm like, I don't even know, but this is, I answer to whatever they call me. And I know that's my name because that's what they call me. But it's, it's just such a fun question for me. I love it. It's, it's so random. And people often are like, that's weird, (laughs) but okay. But you know, that's me. So, (laughs) um, so really my last question here is, where can our listeners connect with you and learn more about you and all of this amazing work that you do? Well, I want to offer your listeners an option to talk with me. Okay. Okay. So if you really want to find out whether your particular health situation would fit into my reality and whether I might be the kind of person that you feel like you could work with and whether my, my type of work, whether I feel that you are a right fit for my type of program, I'm offering your listeners a 15 minute free consultation. 
That's amazing. I so, just, that's awesome. And they can call my office and say that they're calling for the 15 minute free consultation and get all the, and, and then we can do a virtual. I, I, we could do zoom. Just give me, you know, the, your email and, and they'll get it at the front desk. Yeah, that's great. And, and I just want to say thank you for that. I think that our listeners will be really appreciative of that. And just have to piggyback on one thing you just said. And I think it is absolutely true. It is just as important to find out for the person talking with you for your consultation. It's just as important to find out if they're a good fit and if you're a good fit, because just because what you do works for them, they might not be right for the program that you offer and vice versa. And I think that that is something super important that people don't always understand. You know, I, I liken it to when you're finding a therapist, you can't just find any therapist to talk to. You need to find the person you connect with. Cause this is a, this is not a quick fix. It's that important. You know, it's going to be somebody that, you know, you, you, you can connect with. Exactly. And that is the most important thing in life when you're taking care of your body and your entire self. I, for me, the mind and the body are connected. They're the same thing. Um, but when you're taking care of yourself, you have to connect with the person take, helping to take care of you or else right. you're wasting each other's time. So yeah. I, I think, I think that's great. I want to thank you, Carol, for taking the time out of your day today to come on my show and talk to me and talk to our view- viewers, listeners. Um, you know, I appreciate it. I know they appreciate it because you have some amazing, amazing work to offer people. And I think you can make a huge difference in so many people's lives. So I just wanted to thank you. You are a great personality and I know you're going to be highly successful in what you're doing here. And I appreciate you having me on.